It was a failure on so many different levels on Tuesday, the opener of the wild card series. We've been anticipating that game, and a few things happened we didn't count on. Even going into the game, a few things we didn't count on. It was a bad night at the office, but it's not over yet. We'll talk about that next here on Locked on Brewers. You are Locked on Brewers, your daily Milwaukee Brewers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, everybody. Welcome to a Wednesday morning here on Locked On Brewers. Corbin Burns struggled. Our bullpen ace didn't have his changeup. Lost it somehow. Jesse Winker made an appearance. He's been a scapegoat of Brewer fans. That's not why it cost the game was lost there. But, God, so many things happened against these this team. Um, it's not been a very good week for the Milwaukee Brewers since Monday, at least. Not a very good week for the Milwaukee Brewers. Good to have you along. Chuck Freeman, Lockdown Brewers, part of Lockdown Podcast Network. We are your team every day. Good to have you along. Longtime sportscaster here in the state of Wisconsin. Follow us along Google, Spotify, Apple. We're on all the downloads. We're going to be here the entire postseason, but we're not going to the postseason. I think we're getting to a game three on Thursday, and we'll talk about that. The Brewers aren't bowing out in two. I know there's a lot of pessimism out there right now with the Milwaukee Brewers, and, that's, and I get it being a sports fan here in the state of Wisconsin. I get it, but we're going to go to Thursday. Hey, follow us along on YouTube, our growing YouTube audience. Search Lockdown Brewers on YouTube and hit the subscribe button, hit the bell. We'll alert you every time we drop an episode. And, of course, follow me on Twitter. I'll be tweeting out throughout the game, Chuck Freeman, F-R-E-I-M-U-N-D. I'm covering these games. I'm sitting in the press box. Um, so I'm there. I'm, I'm there covering. I'm in the locker room and all that. You'll see my videos on the field uh, before the game, after the game, and so on. So uh, I, I'm, I'm, with, I'm with the media. I've been covering this team for 40 years, so... Uh, I, you know, I've been through a lot of ups and downs and, you know, it's been well-documented. We did this on the show about, you know, the Brewers having some bad luck, having them in the postseason. but you know what? They also caused some of their issues. All right. They also caused some of their own issues. We'll get to that here in a little bit. Six, three loss in the opener against Arizona. This game started off so well. Tyrone Taylor smacks an 0-2 pitch for a two-run home run in the second inning, out to a 3 nothing lead. And with Corbin Burns on the hill, I think the live line went to like minus 1,000. Not that that should be any read, but we're feeling good about the Milwaukee Brewers. I'm sure bars around Wisconsin are hopping. AmFam Park, AmFam Field was rolling, okay? Fans were there ready to go. They announced the sellout. There was about 2,000 empty seats there. Maybe even more. But, okay, that's not why I'm here. Um, so you had a three, nothing lead Corbin burns on the hill and you're thinking your ace is on the hill. And then in a span of two pitches, that lead is gone in the third inning. And then the next inning gives up the go ahead home run by the fifth inning. He's out of there. gives up a couple of walks and burns his night is over four innings. He goes three home runs. He's done that before picked a bad spot for it. I've, I've seen the joke on the internet. I hope the Brewers don't bring this up at arbitration next year. <laughs> Failing in the postseason. 
And of course, this might have been his last start if they do trade him in the offseason. They might not even get the arbitration. So that's the way it went. And the Brewers had plenty of luck early on against fought that starter for the Arizona Diamondbacks. He was struggling. But then the bullpen came in, and the Brewers couldn't score against that bullpen, that Arizona bullpen. They're not, they're good, but not great. They're not that good. Boy, the Brewers put some threats, threats up there as well. Bad base running. That's what I'm going to attribute this to. At one point, the Brewers were out hitting these guys 10-5, to 5, trailing 4-3 on the scoreboard. Uh, they put 17 runners on base with the hit-by-pitches and the walks and the, the base hits, 17 runners on base. And they cost themselves on the base pass. Christian Yelich, what, why is he rounding second base? You all saw the play. Why is he rounding? He's thinking he's going to go to third there. There's nobody out. He's been in the league for 10 years. Okay. No need to risk anything. We had, we had runners at first and second, nobody out. And that just drained the inning. He almost got back. They got him. They initially called him safe, free play out. But why are you rounding second base? And another one, uh, Tyrone Taylor, base is loaded. Longoria makes a great play at third base. Snow cones it over at third base, and Adamas is caught off. Man, I'm telling you, and Council is not like he was making excuses for Adamas, but aren't you supposed to wait till that ball gets through base is loaded one out base is loaded one out and yeah Langoria snagged that one out of the air but Willie what are you doing two bad base running errors I don't think that has been mentioned enough but those are two critical base running errors Right there. You would have had runners at first and second, nobody out with Yelich. And you have the bases loaded two two outs if if Adamas just holds the bag at second base. Now, whether the Brewers do anything with that, who knows? The way the night was going, I have my doubts. But you know, the Brewers worked out of a couple of bases loaded jams. Uribe got out of a situation uh, in the fifth inning. But Burns putting him in that hole. And... Corbin Carroll hitting that two-run jack. They're down 3-0. He hits that two-run jack, and then Marte hits the two-run, or hits the uh, solo home run to tie it up. And a span of a couple of pitches, the air just came right out of Ampan Field. You're like, oh. But then they had opportunities, plenty of opportunities in this game, and it just went poorly for them. Went poorly for them. We're going to talk more about this coming up. Look ahead to Wednesday and what the Brewers did there and what the Brewers did all elsewhere this night just was a, again, bad night overall. Uh, this show is brought to you in part by FanDuel. FanDuel, great sponsor here of Lockdown Brewers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. FanDuel, the NFL is here. Of course, we're into it. Snap it action with the NFL season. FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets, guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, no better than time than right now to get on all the action. Spreads, player pops, 
over and unders, all that. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on. The NFL season is underway. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL, terrific payouts as well. But props, money lines, and the killer so it has for baseball too. Get on this bonus bet guarantee. Again, new customers, $200 in bonus bets guarantee when you place a $5 bet. So go to fanduel.com, fanduel.com slash locked on, kick off the NFL season and the MLB postseason by going on to FanDuel. Chuck Freeman here, Locked On Brewers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. We're coming right back here soon. Want to remind you, Google, Spotify, Apple, we're on all the major downloads. We're the number one Brewer podcast on the internet because of you great Brewer fans out there. You guys make us the number one podcast. In our growing YouTube audience, we've got over 2,000 viewers of this, uh, subscribers, and I appreciate the growing audience because we are... We're not over with this season just yet. Again, it's easy to be pessimistic being a Wisconsin sports fan because it seems like everything's against us and things have gone against us. But I don't, I I really believe in my heart of hearts that the Brewers are going to come back and win Wednesday. I really do. We'll come right back again. Follow me on Twitter, Chuck Freeman, F R E I M U N D. We're coming right back after this here on Lockdown Brewers. Welcome back to Locked On Brewers. Chuck Freeman, Brewers and the Arizona Dimebacks game two, 608 coming up on Wednesday. And if you're heading Thursday's game, because they're going to win Wednesday, that might be an after, that might be the 338 start, depending on what else happens in Wednesday's games. That might get moved up to a 330. Right now it's TBA, but there's a good chance that could be a late afternoon start. But you're going to get all the games on Sirius XM, the SXM app, search Brewers. You get all 162 during the regular season of Brewers baseball. They face Zach Allen coming up. Uh, uh, and, and somebody could say, why? Now, I believe you go with your ace in that first game. But when you don't win with your ace, it's like, holy cow. Now, the Brewers have to face Zach Gallen, their ace. And then you got to face Merrill Kelly if you get to Thursday. It can be done. We'll tell you, it hasn't been great for Zach Allen in the month of September, even though he's, you know, you look at his numbers, sparkling 17 to nine. We'll get to more of that coming up here in a little bit. Just bearing down on every pitch tonight. It was great being out there for playoff action. It was. And uh, a few things happened in this game. Like before the game, uh, why wasn't Garrett Mitchell on the 26th man? And Jesse Winker was. Now, Council said the reason why Winker is on is because he's a left-handed pinch hitter off the bench. Winker should have been DFA'd a long time ago. DFA'd a long time ago. I would take my chances as down as I am as a, on Rowdy Telez on Rowdy over Winker. And then I know Winker has been the scapegoat of this game, but trust me, he did not cost him this game. But it just kind of added fuel to the disappointment of losing game one when Winker was on the roster and then he comes up at the eighth inning at a pinch hit spot and he strikes out on three pitches. It's like, why is, why is he on the roster? Who made that decision? Then who decided to put bat him in the eighth inning? I don't get it at all. Craig had a, it was not a good night for council. It was not a very good night for Craig council. As for Winker, 
he came back. It could be an oblique injury. He might not even be on the active roster anymore because of that oblique. And we'll see who gets activated in his place. My guess would be Garrett Mitchell. I mean, logically, you would think that would be the case. But if Winker's got a is done, then maybe they'll just say you're done and have a better and have a and and think better of it. Um one other thing about that roster. Yeah, I I I did a little short before the game. I was surprised Joey Weimer was on the on the roster as well. Yeah, Joey Weimer should not be on the post. I don't want to see him bat. Let's work on him in the offseason. Let's work on Weimer in the offseason and not be doing any stupid things like adding him as a, a pinch hitting him in late innings. We I, we don't defense replacement okay. Don't need to be pinch hitting or even playing Joey batting. I don't want to see him hitting at all in this postseason. Not at all. Let's let him have a hard reset in the offseason and then work on him. Boy, Lingori over at third base, 2008. Lingori, we saw today. Guy's 37 years old and making diving plays, lunging the ball, catching lunges in the air. Just was great over at third base. Man. Could have used that guy in the Brewers during the season, couldn't we have? Instead of all the names that we ran over at third base, Devin Williams. Got to talk about Devin Williams. Now, the concern here is, I mean, you had your two best pitchers, basically. You had Corbin Burns, didn't have it, and the Devin Williams didn't have it. Wild pitch, three walks, gave up a ringing double. So a 4-3 game goes to 6-3. But... He threw 31 pitches there. And then I think that's got to be a concern. Didn't have his changeup, lost his changeup a little bit. And 31 pitches. Now, he was asked after the game in the locker room, Devin, are you going to be ready? Are you going to be available for Wednesday night game two? He said, I'll be ready. I'm good to go. It's up to council to use him. That's what he called call council. You don't hear many players refer to their manager by their last name, but he says up to council. Okay. So we'll see. But Devin Williams, 31 pitches on Wednesday night or on Tuesday night, a little bit of a concern. But, and he hasn't given up multiple runs since early July in a game. Picks the postseason to do that. Like Burns gives up three rockets tonight. Picks the wrong night to be bad. Picks the pitch that we've been voting about this pitching staff all year, anchored by those two guys, bullpen and, and starter, and they fail us tonight. That's what they did. I mean, the offense didn't help out either, but you know, the offense is going to do this. The offense is going to be feast or famine sometimes. And after they scored those three early runs, that was it for them. They called it a day. And I'm telling you what, I don't think the, the Arizona Diamond, I mean, 17 man reach, 17 guys reached base, and the Brewers couldn't do much with any of them. So they have a lot of things working against them going into Wednesday's game. Even so, even though I think they could win, I think they could win the game. We'll tell you why coming up next. Lockdown Brewers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. We are your team every day. Wore my bird dogs out to the game today, my bird dogs' pants. Makes me look good. They stretch. Had a couple of hot dogs with the hot sauce out there in the press box tonight. 
They're designed to make you feel fit, slimmer, feel a little slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. Not that I'm going for that, but it just gives you comfort. Bird dog shorts do the exact same thing, but it was a pants night. Even though it was 83, it gets cold out there, of course, in Wisconsin. Um, Their shorts, their pants fit way better than regular pants or regular shorts. Um, Bird dogs are functional for any occasion, golfing, night out, pool, going to games, lounging around, work. Those bird dogs, and of course, go to birddogs.com backslash lockdown triple X. Enter that promo code lockdown triple X for the free bird dogs water bottle. I'm telling you, it's about a $30 bottle. It's really, really cool. But the bird dogs are so comfortable. You're going to wear them around the house, you're going to wear them wherever. The most comfortable pair of pants and shorts I've ever worn. Go to bird dogs today. Again, birddogs.com backslash lockdown triple X. Enter the promo code. Lockdown Triple X at checkout for that free Bird Dogs water bottle. Chuck Freeman here on Lockdown Brewers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Brewers and Diamondbacks in game two of the series. 608 coming up on Wednesday. You get it on Sirius XM, the SXM app search Brewers. You get all 162 of Brewers baseball and the postseason as well. And there's going to be a Thursday game. I'm telling you what, I'm not guaranteeing it, but I feel like my bones that there's going to be a Thursday. You can't play the whole season and get swept at home after winning a division title and playing so well in September. I said this last week on Twitter, they were executing so well. I said, boy, I hope they saved when, when the division was already clinched. I hope they saved some of this execution for the postseason for next week, some of it didn't come. Some of the baseball fundamentals weren't there tonight, like base running, not there at all. So Devin needs to bounce back. And did Burns pitch his last game with the Milwaukee Brewers? Possibly. Download us on Google, Spotify, Apple. Go to YouTube, search Lockdown Brewers, hit the subscribe button. We'll talk more about this upcoming matchup. In a critical backs against the wall game coming up on Wednesday for the Milwaukee Brewers. We're coming right back next here on Lockdown Brewers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. We are your team every day. Welcome back to Lockdown Brewers. Chuck Freeman, your host. Yeah, it was great being out there today. Uh, I love postseason baseball at AmFam Field as a kid. You know, I the Brewers were here in 82 and went 26 years. So even though it's been a regular occurrence at, at AmFam Field since 2018, I never take it for granted. I love being out there and a beautiful night. Roof was open. It was it was like an August night out there. It was. During the day, it was beautiful. It was just it was fun. Now, once the game ended, the fireworks, the three-nothing lead, and then it quickly soured. And that was like one of the law. I thought they had some uh, rules put in that we weren't going to play these four-hour games anymore. God, this game dragged along. I felt by the end of the night we were going to see every pitcher from both teams. In case you missed any of the games, guys, here's all our pitchers. Mound visits. And, of course, you know, the mound visits account when you make a a, a, a a switch of pitchers. But, man, I feel like there was 15 mound visits by both teams tonight. Constantly. Council going. I mean, Arizona used seven pitchers to close that thing out. But a long game tonight. A long game. And... A lot of bad breaks for the Brewers, but you make your breaks at this point. Facing Zach Gallen coming up. We're not even going to talk about Merrill Kelly on Thursday, but Zach Gallen, 17 to 9, 
3.43 earned run average. A shaky September, though. A shaky September. Put his name in the hat for a Cy Young. He did have a nice start last over the weekend. Um, on the Friday or Saturday, he started, and I thought he pitched well. And they lost, not because of him, but because the Diamondbacks couldn't score any runs. The Diamondbacks couldn't score any runs. And tonight, they were able to score runs off Burns. And interesting, Tori Lovello says they did their scouting on Burns. They had him well scouted. They were sitting on certain pit. They were sitting on the curveball. They had him scouted. They went back, looked at some tape, and they did their homework on Corbin Burns. They were ready for him. They were digging in on him. Yeah, interesting. They did a lot of homework on on Corbin, obviously. But now you got Freddie Peralta on the hill, and Freddie's pitched well. Let's face it. He's had a couple of bad starts, but since July, when he was pitcher of the month, yes, he's pitched like an ace. Do I feel as comfortable with Freddie going tomorrow as Brandon Woodruff? No, not at all. Because as you know, as well as I know, Freddie's fully capable of having a blow-up game. All right, I don't want to start this on a negative at all, but yeah, that's possible. I feel more confident with Woody going than Freddie. Not that Freddie's a bad by any means. He's one of the best number three starters in the league, but I feel better if Woody can't have Woody. So they moved him up. Council after the game. Council after the game. Somebody asked him, Craig, who you pitching on game two? Media asked him. I was right there. And he says, oh, there's something we got to talk about. And I'm telling you, within a minute, somebody from the media relations department announced, Freddie Peralta pitching tomorrow. And I'm telling you, Council didn't have any. <laughs> that was a quick meeting. I don't know who he talked to. I don't know if he talked to his wife or whatever. But that was a quick conversation. Because I'm telling you, it was no 30 seconds later that the media relations department announced Freddie Peralta pitching in game two, which is an easy decision. If you're going to go down in game two, you don't want to go using a starter, using a, a reliever, and mixing and matching, and using Colin Ray. We'll worry about Thursday when we get to Thursday. But Wednesday, it's Freddie Peralta. And Zach Gallen on the hill. Again, I, I told you he had a shaky September. But still, that guy is one of the better pitchers in baseball. Brewers did beat him in Arizona. That was in April. But, man, I... <sighs> I like the lineup they had out there tonight. I like Santana and Canna in the 3-4 hole. Yelich has got to be, make better base running decisions. The team as a whole got to be, make better base running decisions. But I'll be very curious if Winker is injured, who they'll replace him with. It's got to be Garrett Mitchell. I don't know how it isn't. I know why Hauser was left off because Hauser just pitched over the weekend. He was going to be used in this series anyway. So I get why Hauser wasn't on the. If the Brewers are lucky enough to get by these next two games and face the Dodgers, Hauser, of course, will be activated in that series. But yeah, when that 26 man came out this morning, I was like, huh? And Rowdy Telez not on it? How about Rowdy on the roster all season long? Baseball's a cruel sport. Professional sports, man, it is cruel. You know, just ask a number of guys 
who the Brewers just cut bait with Julio Tehran, who helped them get this far. Okay. How about Brian Anderson, who was on the roster all season, gets cut late in the year, DFA late in the year. And then Rowdy Telez, not even Rowdy Telez went from a third place hitter in this lineup to not even making the postseason roster. What a crash that is. Three man, heart of the order. One of the guys they marketed this team around, bobblehead for him. And he doesn't even make the postseason roster. That's incredible. I think they're going to find a way to win. I'm not going to, I'm not saying they're going to go out and tag Gallon, but let's at least make him work for it. And yeah, it'd be great if we can get into the Arizona Diamondbacks bullpen because they were taxed. They were taxed. And I was telling you about Corbin Carroll, man. That guy's a future star in the league. Hit 25 home runs this year. And that was that turned the game around right there. Because Arizona through the first time through the order, Burns was great. But and you looked at the Arizona Diamondbacks dugout, and they, that were they were flat. When Carroll hit that two-run blast in the third inning, that dugout awoke. And they just got done congratulating. And then Marte goes yard. And they were hopping. The that really, and the players even talked about it after the game in the locker room. That home run energized the team. All right, guys, we're not going to be sitting here tomorrow night talking about a loss. I, I really think that they're going to come back and force a game three. I'm not saying they're winning game three, but I really believe they're going to find a way to take this to a game three. And need a great start from Peralta. And got to play a perfect game. The Brewers have no margin of error. They never have. This is a team with so many holes that there's not much of a margin error. They're not talented enough where they can get by by making mistakes like they did on Tuesday night, base running errors like that. All right. We'll see after the game. And it's going to be a win. Chuck Freeman, Lockdown Brewers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Again, download us. Google, Spotify, Apple. We're on all the major downloads. And of course... Go to YouTube, search Lockdown Brewers. You'll find us there. And hit the subscribe button, hit the bell. Follow me on Twitter as well, Chuck Freeman, F-R-E-I-M-U-N-D. I read all your comments. See you tomorrow night, everybody. Chuck Freeman on Lockdown Brewers.